Hey, Andrew. What? Uh, well, potentially good news. Listen up. Hope so. Steve Bruce, yeah, has got a new crime <laughs> series coming out on Netflix, yeah? Has he really? It, yeah, the working title is Geordie Heat. Okay. Oh, I'm already invested. And yeah. the, the guys at Infinity Rocket Plastic, Plastics have managed to hack me out an extract from the edit suite, you know, where they're putting it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, shall I play it for you? Yeah, yeah, go for it. So this is Geordie Heat, Andy. It's a bit experimental. Yeah. Um, right, it's got a lovely soundtrack. I'll, I'll play a bit of that to start it off. Geordie Heat. <laughs> Hot Geordie Nights. Hot Geordies. Geordie Heat. <laughs> ah, there you go. Um, right, here it is. Um, <coughs> hello. This is Northumberland Police, Geordie Heat Squad, Constable Denise Welsh. Can I take your name, please, sir? Yeah, this is Mr Sting, you know, from the Massive House. Oh, hello, Mr Sting. How can I help you now, pet? Well, I I was out dancing at the reggae club tonight, right? (laughs) And right, and when I got back, me house had been burgled. (laughs) Oh, Dear Mr Sting, that's awful, pet. What did they take? Blah, they took me best, like my me, me best medieval loot. And me exercise bike. <laughs> oh, dear. Can can you tell me how they gained entry to your massive house? Massive hammer by the look of it. Me front door smashed the fuck. Mrs Sting will probably think I forgot me key and I'll be for it. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Sting. What did they steal again? Me loot and me exercise bike, for God's sake! <laughs> OK, calm down, Mr. Sting, now. Did you notice anything unusual on your way back up your massive drive? Oh, I did see a fella looking at me from behind a tree and he was wearing a very bright hat. <laughs> Okay, that's good. Now, would you, Mr. Sting, would you be able to come down the station and give us a description of the man with the very bright hat behind the tree on your massive drive? Ah, no, I can't be bothered with that. I'll tell you, I'll just buy a new loot and a new exercise bike. Thanks for nothing. (laughs) Mike Ashley enters the incident room. Right, as you all know, I'm Chief Superintendent Mike Ashley. This meeting of the Serious Crime Squad, sponsored by Sports Direct, is brought to you by Sports Direct in association with the Home Office and Sports Direct Enterprises. I'd now like to introduce you to your new boss at the Sports Direct Serious Crime Squad, Chief Inspector Steve Bruce. I'll leave it to you, Steve. I'll be in the shitter if you need me. I thank you, Mike. Right, all of yous gather round. I'd like to introduce myself. Now, my name's Chief Inspector Steve Bruce, and I'll be heading up the Serious Crime Division from now on. I'm hoping we can all get on and have a nice time and that. So, any questions? Yes, DC Henderson. Uh, whoosh! Yeah, I like man. Country star, you know, with a crunchy top like topping like. Will that still be an option? Uh, thank you, sir. Oh, and I hope you enjoyed your day here at the studio. <laughs> I don't worry, Hendo. No big changes are going to be made. I'm going to convert the first and second interview rooms into a fish and chip cum kebab shop. That's probably the only big difference you'll notice. Yes, D.I. Shelby. Welcome on board, Inspector Bruce. I'm sure I speak for everyone when I say what a magnificent, bulbous and pulsating neck you have. It's quite beautiful, like a pillowcase full of slugs. I just wanted to check that I will still only be working the night shift. Or graveyard shift, as some call it. Monster mash! (laughs) Aye, first off, JJ, thanks for your lovely comments about me neck. Much appreciated. Obviously, in your case, I'll keep you on nights whenever possible. It's always been my philosophy to put individual needs above those of the team. Aye, right, yes, DC St. Maximum. Uh, As you know, boss, I love to investigate in a beautiful way. I love to collect evidence with flair and individuality and to submit my police reports in the form of poetry. 
can you reassure me that my unique skills will not be shackled by a more pragmatic and boring style of investigation? Look, to be honest, DC St. Maximum, it's time you realise that police work is not about entertainment. <laughs> it's about grinding out results through good old-fashioned coppering, walking the beat, roughing up some prozies, <laughs> slipping a tenant to a snitch, stop-and-search blitzes sponsored by Sports Direct. The old tried-and-tested tactics that, you know, occasionally get your results. <laughs> but I promise you this, Maximum, and I have no hesitation in saying this, I will be getting your hat that can accommodate your Sports Direct headband. Uh, thank you, boss. Headband? Whoa, when my puppy's born, I'll call it headband and I won't stop till I reach Exmouth. Dawn of the Dead is not a bad movie. Here, here. I usually watch it in my purple knickers. <laughs> now I've got one more thing to do. I would like to introduce you to a new member of the team. Now, first off, I have to say it is a lady. <laughs> Fuck's sake! Oh, uh, no! no That's us fucked! Hey, calm down. Calm down. Now, she last worked with the force some four years ago and built up one hell of a reputation as an interrogator. You may remember the confession by Tony the Plug Knobs. Well, it was her what got him to crack. She's a sweetheart and a hinny to boot. Please welcome onto the team, Mrs. Carol Beardsley. Come on through, sweetheart. Why don't you say a few words, pet? Oh, hiya, everyone. I feel as if I know some of you already through watching the police interceptors, Nina. I would just like to say that I am very and happy to be part of Geordie's squad. And remember, just because I've got fronties doesn't mean I don't pack a hook and punch. <laughs> would you mind, D.I. Bruce, if I had a quick word in your hook and ear? Right, you lot. Get yourselves down the new chippy and get a good scran on. So, what is it, Carol? If you ever fork and call me pet or sweetheart in front of the team, I will lump you so fork and heavily that your bed fork and nose will straighten up, reversing on its fork and self and present itself as a fork and duck's beak. Is that fork and understood? <laughs> Uh, yes, DC Beasley, uh, I'm very much looking forward to working with you. You're a good lad, Steve. Now fuck off back to your office so I can get stuck into these lads. <laughs> Jody Heat. Hot Jody Nights. <laughs> How we're the squad? Hot <laughs> <laughs> Jody Nights. <laughs> I like Jody Heat. So that's a new item. You know, I you like never it. know, do you, Andy? That, that feels like a keeper. Infinity Rocket Plastics have got hold of a bit of script from the latest episode of Jody Heat, um, which okay. is the uh, the box set that Steve Bruce is being is making for <sighs> Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd like you to help me here, Andy. We'll have to. It's in mm -hmm. script form. I've sent it to you. Mm -hmm. So we'll, uh, I'll read out the instructions. You know what I mean? The whatever they're called. Is 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 this a doc file? Um, how do you mean? D O K. Is it, is it on a, a doc file? Is it? I think. It, I think it's PDF. <laughs> it's a PDF. I think so, but I think it's been. What is it? Where the where they shrink them? Yeah, a P is it a PDF that can be edited, or is it the one that can't be? Can't be. Can't touch it. Oh. Right, fine. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, well, um, ladies and gentlemen, Geordie Heat. Hot Geordie Streets. <laughs> Crime on the Tyne. Hot Geordie Nights. How we're the squad. <laughs> Interior, Northumberland mm. Police Incident Room, midnight. Mm -hmm. DC Denise Walsh answers the phone. Hello, you're through to Georgie, Geordie Heat Squad. DC Welsh speaking. Can I take your name, please? Oh, Mr Sting from the Massive House. Good sake. 
All right, Mr. Sting, calm yourself down. Now, what seems to be the problem? Well, you know that skinny last Donna Air? Well, she came round the massive house after the reggae club last night and she's refusing to leave. I need someone to come round boot her out on her ass. Well, can you not do that yourself, Mr. Sting? We have very stretched resources here. She said she wouldn't leave, like, unless I give her a lift in me buggy on account of me drive being so massive. Well, <laughs> we could send a squad car, Mr Sting, but it might not be for a couple of hours. And then, of course, it has to get up your massive drive. Couple of hours? Fuck that! I'll just call Geordie Cabs and put it on me account. Thanks for voting nothing. Chief Inspector <laughs> Mike Ashley enters the room. Right, listen up, you bunch of northern monkeys. I'm getting real heat from the regional about the vandalism on the graves at Heaton Cemetery. I want an update now. Come on, D.I. Bruce, fill my fetid lungs with info-fucking-mation. <laughs> Aye, of course, sir. At this moment, we have D.C. Shelby and D.C. Carol Beadsley... A fucking bird? God help us. I know, sir. It's quarters and that. Anyway, they are, as we speak, carrying out surveillance activities at the cemetery. We're hoping we might bag our offender tonight. Cut to exterior Heaton Cemetery. DC Shelby and Beadsley are seated behind a large memorial. <laughs> this is a fabulous gig for me, Carol. I love cemeteries and the dead and the darkness and that. What's with the cape, John John? Has it got loads of fucking pockets or summit? No pockets at all! But when I raise it to my nose, I can peep over it like it's a woolen fence! It makes me like a walking shadow! Even the dead can't see me, and they are great at looking at stuff! Alright, fair enough. Hey, John! Dear John, do you fancy a bovril and some boiled eggs? Peter packed half a dozen in me beard box! I would love to sink my teeth into the soft flesh of a boiler. Thank you so much, my precious darling. I fuck off with the darling shite. Now, let's get these boilers out. Cut to camera, zooms in on Bert Box. It contains six small new potatoes. Fucking spuds. Little dirty jersey fuckers. I swear down, I will fucking lamp him so hard his bollocks will land in Pakistan and his cock will fucking evaporate. Carol picks up her phone and dials Peter. Hello, uh, love. How's it, how's it going down there? How's it fucking going? How's it fucking going? I'm sat here with the egg trembles and you, you dozy fucking clown horn. You go, girl. Fuck off, J. John J. And you have to put six fucking spoons in me bird box and no fucking boilers. If you don't get down to Eaton Cemetery in five minutes with my boilers, I'll rip your fucking head off with a fish slice. <laughs> Mmm, tasty! Uh, okay, love. I'll be there in five minutes. Cut to interior Geordie Heat incident room. As you can see, boss, DC Henderson has a live feed from DC Shelby's body cam. Can you explain its workings to Chief Ashley, DC Henderson? Uh, <laughs> Images like electrics are visuals high speed mind down pipes. Stare at them and interpret them like it's real life. Over and out. You've got Kenny Jacket's eyes. Hold on, something's happening. Camera zooms in to Henderson's monitor. External cemetery. Did you hear that, Carol? Sounds like a hammer or a crowbar. Fuck! I hope it's not a wooden stake. I'll have a ganjo over my woolen fence. What can you see, John J. J. John J.? Oh, it's some lass whacking a gravestone with a metal pipe. What a cheeky bastard. Come on, let's go and fuck her up. 
Carol and Shelby run towards the lass with the pipe. Shelby arrives first, but the lass high kicks him on the chin and he falls to the ground defeated. The lass turns to face Carol. It's Cheryl Cole. Cut to interior incident room. Mike Ashley. Oh, God, we are right up shit's creek now. That only leaves the bird. Give the little petler a chance. She's pretty feisty, is DC Beardsley. Cut to exterior cemetery. Cheryl Cole. Back off, Hitty, or I'll kick your tits over Sunderland. Ah, you don't fucking scare me, Cheryl, you skinny fucking nout. Carol reaches into a bait box and throws six Jersey Royals at Cheryl's head in quick succession. She then runs at Cheryl and fells her with one big lamp of her right forearm. Just as she is handcuffing Cheryl, Peter arrives. Yeah, all right, over. I bought your boilers. I think you've knocked Cheryl Cole out cold. <laughs> Was she being a fucking nuisance? I a right fucking midnight creeper. You called? Interior, Geordie Heat incident room. There you go, boss. Another crime on the time, successfully closed by Geordie Heat. Well done, D.I. Bruce. It's all retire and a chipper you'd celebrate. Exterior cemetery. Peter, do you know how I brought the bitch down? Uh, <laughs> did you bite her waistline? No, I used them spuds you put in me bait box. If it wasn't for them, I might have took a fucking kicking. You're a good lad, Peter. Uh, uh, thanks, love. Uh, here are your boilers. What should we do with J. John J. John J? <laughs> uh, just leave him here, he loves it. And you'll make him have a cuddle in the squad car. Uh, do I get funnies? <laughs> Ah, you can have a clamber on them whilst I eat these eggs. Uh, thanks, love. <laughs> Geordie Yeet. <laughs> Crime on the time. Hot Geordie nights. Away the squad. Hot Geordie streets. <laughs> well, that's an exciting episode, wasn't it, Andy? Very, very exciting. I enjoyed that very much. You know, the nation is mm. watching uh, Line of Duty, isn't it, for its um, uh, police detective uh, yeah, procedural? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I count myself among that. Well, for me, it hasn't got a doesn't hold a finger up to Geordie Heat. You know, yeah. Fair enough. So, with apologies for the like, probably the third time running, um, I've managed to get hold of a, a bit of script from um, from Geordie Heat. I got it from Infinity Rocket Plastics. Um, right. It's just for people who haven't heard it. It's the script from the new Netflix series starring Steve Bruce as the yes. head of uh, Geordie Heat, which is Geordie yes. uh, Serious Crime Squad. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get it read. All right, I'm ready. Geordie Heat. Hot Geordie Streets. Crime on the Tyne. How we're the squad. Geordie Heat. Interior Geordie Heat Incident Room. DC Denise Welsh answers the phone. You're through to Jardy Heat. DC Denise Welsh speaking. Are oh, not bloody you. Excuse me, <laughs> sir. Uh, what was that that you said? Nothing, I never said a word. Okay, uh, how can I help you? Yes, uh, you're right. This is Mr. Sting from the Massive House. My wife Trudy can't find her yoga mat and she's getting a right cob on. Well, do you think you've looked everywhere? You know that it could be. He's joking on you. Have you seen the size of this house? It's massive. No, I want you to send some coppers round to help us look for it. Well, it, we might be able to do that, but it wouldn't be till at least tomorrow. Tomorrow? That's no good. <coughs> Hold on, I've got an idea. Trudy, are we on Amazon Prime? <laughs> yeah, 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 we are. Right, well, I'm just buying you yoga mat on Prime. That'll be quicker than these Geordie Heat clowns. You know what? Next 
time I might phone up the smoggy squad in Millsborough. Well, that's up to you, Mr. Sting. Useless! Goodbye! D.I. Bruce enters the incident room. Right, listen up, everyone. We've managed to arrest the suspect in the cost-cutter supermarket dust cloud incident. I want you, D.C. Henderson and D.C. Shelby, to take a turn, each at getting him to confess. Now, he's a tricky character, and there's no knowing whether he's got the ability to create more dust if he gets a strap on. Which of yous would like to try first? Oh, let me at him, boss. I know these dusty assholes, grey bloodless spectres, with an antipathy toward the evening and a fear of the moon. He will be like putty in my arms. He'll sign a confession in his own blood once I've finished with him. Monster mash! Okay, DC, shall we? You go first. He's waiting for you in the Sports Direct interview room one. Interior Sports Direct Interview Room 1. DC Shelby enters the room, carrying a small box. I'm DC Shelby, and I know that you are the Dustmaster. Come to the tune to cause mayhem and low visibility. Why not just admit that it was you who clouded up the cost-cutter on Chapel Row? No comment. Oh, it's like that, is it? You should know that I've been dealing with your type for over a thousand years. Here, take this, your dustiness. Shelby opens the small box to reveal a silver crucifix. Whilst covering his own eyes, he thrusts it into the face of the suspect. The suspect simply smiles. Shit! Does it not bother you? It gives me the effing creeps. Honest, just one look and I go as quirky as a Labrador on the Disserano. D.I. Bruce enters the interview room. All right, DC Shelby, that's enough. <laughs> I can see that your spooky stuff isn't going to work on this lad. How are we out whilst I let DC Henderson have a crack? They both leave and DC Henderson enters. <coughs> All right, yes, sir. Dust a dusty mash to rusties. What see, seems to be the general situation here, like, you know, vis a vis the incident, like. No comment. I absolutely agree with that. And I've worn dogs since what I must since I was like six years old. And concrete flooring is always going to crack eventually. You know, especially if it's been urinated on, like. No comment. D.I. Bruce enters the room. Can I have a word, please, D.C. Henderson? Interior corridor, outside interview room. Bruce, Shelby and Henderson are talking. Now, lads, it doesn't seem like it's going... Doesn't seem like it's... I've forgotten his voice. Hi, <laughs> Jordy. Now, lads, it doesn't seem like he's gone, gone a crack on. So, I've got an idea. It's a bit left field, mind. DC Carol Beardsley has asked if she can have a go at the suspect. A woman? I know it sounds daft, but I think we might give the sweetheart a chance. Oh, we're fucked. Well, man, man alive! Cut to interior interview room. DC Beardsley enters and places six hard boilers on the table. She remains silent as she sprinkles salt and sugar on the eggs and then swallows them whole, one by one. Oh, I absolutely love half a dozen boilers to wash me dinner down. Is that why you were in cost-cutters, to buy some fucking eggs? No comment. Carol swallows hard before regurgitating a whole boiled egg and placing it on the table in front of the suspect. Eat it. Eat the fucking boiler. No chance. Oh, we're speaking now, are we? Carol regurgitates another two whole boilers. Eat them. Eat the lovely trio of boiled fork and goodness. I want a solicitor. You're worse than the first prick with the boiled head and the cape. At this, Carol leaps across the desk and places the suspect in a headlock. Listen, sunshine, you either confess that you are the cost-cutter dust-cloud fucking nut, or I will re-fork-and-gagitate the full half-dozen and ram them down your neck with the heel of my size nine fucking knee-length dancing boots. (laughs) Five minutes later... Interior corridor. Carol exits the interview room holding a signed statement in her hand. 
they go, lads. It transpires that he emptied a full hoover bag all over the freezer section as a protest against the shop's refusal to stock Finder's funky fajitas, of which he is very, very fucking fond. <laughs> well done, DC Beardsley. I must admit, me and the wife really enjoy a funky findus of an evening when we're watching <laughs> Salvage Hunters. I think a caution is all that's needed here. Would anyone like a boiled egg? DC Henderson, Shelby and Bruce all gratefully accept a boiler from Carol. Mmm, lovely and sweet monster! Aye, and slightly sweet too. Lovely, really lovely. <laughs> Geordie Heat Hot Geordie Nights Crime on the Tyne How weird a squad So there you go <sighs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile With the price of just about everything going up during inflation We thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Incredibly, I've managed to get mm. um, a script for the next episode of Geordie Heat on Netflix. Mm. Um, so, shall I read that one out for you, Andy? It's interesting, Please isn't do, it? Please do, Robert, yes. Um, starts with PC Denise Welsh mm -hmm. answering uh, the phone in the incident room. Okay. Geordie Heat. Hot Geordie Streets. Crime on the Tyne. How we're the squad. Geordie Heat. Hello, you're through to Geordie Heat. Fighting crime on the Tyne without any bother. How may I help you today? <laughs> Oh, God, not you. <laughs> Sorry, what was that, sir? No, oh, nothing. I was talking to me pet wood. <laughs> I was talking to a pet woodpecker. He was pecking at me pork pie. <laughs> okay, sir, can I take your name, please? It's my Mr Sting from the massive house on the massive estate with the massive walls. Oh, hello, Mr Sting. Now, what can we do for you? I can't find my favourite vest and Trudy is out in a powerful sports car and I don't know what to do. You need to send some coppers round, find my vest or I swear I will set fire to something. Maybe the stable block. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Now calm down, Mr Sting. Have you had a good look for it? No, I'm too upset. <laughs> well... How long do you think Trudy will be out in her car? It's my car, actually. <laughs> okay, pet. In your car. I just don't know. She went out to get some Brillo pads, but they're not that easy to get hold of these days, you know. Same as Ajax and Grim. She might be ours, and I'm sat here without me rest, looking like shit. Now... Have you looked in the washing machine and ironing pies, Mr Sting? <laughs> we don't do washing and ironing. We just throw stuff out when it's dirty or we shoot it. <laughs> OK, then. Do you, do you remember where you last saw your vest? Yes, I do. <coughs> OK. <clears throat> and where was it, pet? 
It was on the floor next to the crab sculpture in my loot room. Are you now? Are you able to get to your loot room now, Mister Sting? <laughs> yes, I'm going there now. Please stay on the line. I am still here, pet. Now you're very brave. You're doing really well. I'm at the door now. Shall I open it, or is that too risky? <laughs> open it slowly, Mister Sting. Now you're doing great. <laughs> I'm in. I can see me vest. No thanks to you, though. I had to do it all myself, as usual. You should change your name from Geordie Squad to Georgie Todd. Thanks for nothing. Goodbye. D.I. Steve Bruce enters the incident room. Who was that you were talking to? <laughs> oh, oh, it was just daft Mr. Sting from the massive hoose. He's harmless, really. Oh, you look lovely tonight, Denise. I brought some garlic pie and pickled onions with me. Do you fancy a little office picnic? <laughs> oh, why, I, Steve. <laughs> People might think you're trying to make a move on me. Aye, maybe I am. <laughs> Steve takes a pickled onion out of its kitchen paper <laughs> and slowly places it into Denise's mouth. Ooh, just how I like them, big and juicy and tart. <laughs> Wait till you try it with some of the pie, Denise. Steve puts a chunk of pie in his mouth and then moves in to kiss Denise. Just as their lips are about to walk, to meet, in walks PC Carol Beardsley. Oh, what the fuck is going on in here? <laughs> Stinging it. Quite <laughs> similar. <laughs> what the fuck is going on in here, then? Are you trying it on with the boss? He's mad and everybody fucking knows it. If I catch you getting a flirt on again, I'll donkey kick you so hard in your kidneys. Your kidneys will turn to angel fucking delight. Now, boss, will you come with me? I think we need to do a stock check in the stationery room. Hurry up, mind. I'm very, very fucking clammy. Aye, okay, Carol, just coming. Bruce leaves the incident room with Carol and Denise spits out the onion and gets stuck into the gala pie. Geordie Heat. That's it. Lovely stuff. Maybe a bit um, of love interest there, Andy, a bit of shenanigans. Oh, uh, yeah. Hopefully that'll develop over the next few episodes. Geordie Heat. Crime on the Tyne Hot Geordie Nights Geordie Streets Full of Crime Geordie Heat Interior Geordie Heat Incident Room PC Denise Walsh answers the phone mm. Hello pet, you're through to Geordie Heat How can we help you today? Sting. Oh, fuck, it's there. Sorry, what was that you said? <laughs> Nothing. Just me new yoga boots are a bit squeaky. Now, listen, it's Mr Sting here from the massive house with the massive gates. And I need one of your squad over here pronto on account of our ongoing emergency situation. Oh, aye. Um, what's the nature of the emergency, Mr String? It's not String, it's... You silly cow. <coughs> Excuse me, what did you say? I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to me piglet who's just on a fart on me dulcimer. <laughs> oh, all right then, pet. So, what is your emergency? God, last. Well, you know the Rash Pavilion Curry House on Hepworth Street? Why, I, of course. The one that hangs the naan breads upside down on a pole at your table. Well, oh, yeah, stop <laughs> mathering on. I only asked if you knew it. Hold on. How can you tell if a naan bread is upside down? Well, the pointy end should be at the top, you know, so it hangs down like a tear. Oh, yeah, I knew that. So, listen, I ordered to take away chicken madras, but as soon as I took my first bite, it is absolutely definite that they have given me a vindaloo. It's an absolute <coughs> fireplate. I've already had to take me Ugg boots off because of sweating. Um, what did it say it was on the lid of the chair, Mr Sting? Not just scribble. 
If I had the gas, I would say it's chitty light bulb or chewy sight sound, something like that. Ah, well, that isn't very helpful. Have you phoned up the curry house to check the order? Yeah, and they insisted I sent, 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 they sent them a dress, but I think they're pulling a trick on me. I should say that it is also a little bit cold, to be perfectly honest. Well, that's probably on account of the time it takes to get down your massive drive, Mr Sting. Yeah, you could be right. My drive is indeed fucking massive. So anyway, (laughs) cut the small talk. What are you going to do about it? Um, And what is it you suggest we do, do we do, pet lamb hinny? Send the squad car round to the curry house, smash it up, flood the basement and arrest the head chef and the bloke who took me order. No, he can he do that, Mr Sting? Useless. Sorry, what was that? Nothing. I just talked to me piglet who was just had a fart on me egg boots because you. OK, will that be all, Mr Sting? Well, maybe you could at least tell me how I might take the edge off the curry heat. Oh, well, what about pouring a fresh cup of fresh cream into the sauce? The only cream I have is in Trudy's cream horn, and if I nick that, she'll go apeshit. She might even flood the basement. <laughs> Hold on, Mr Stink. I'll just ask one of my colleagues. D.I. Bruce, do you know of anything you can do to make a curry less hot? Oh, well, uh, oh, what I always do is uh, mix in a bit of uh, fresh cream. Christ's sake! Uh, <laughs> the gentleman hasn't got any fresh cream. Oh, has he not got cream, a horn or an eclair that he could scoop the cream out of? Jesus, what? No, no, Mr. <laughs> Diabros, he hasn't. Well, well, that's the only tactic I know of. I generally just stick the one tactic you know, and if that doesn't work, I'd just shut my eyes and think of me beach house in Portugal. <laughs> what about you, PC Carol Beadsley? Have you got any ideas? Oh, yes, very much so. What you need to do is separate six egg yolks, warm them for 30 seconds, probably in the fucking microwave, then stir them into the curry. That should take the edge off and give the sauce a nice eggy bent. Oh, I can't stand eggs. I'd rather flood me basement than eat eggs. <laughs> Carol Beardsley grabs the phone. How fucking dare you disrespect eggs, you creepy fucking lootsman. If I ever see you down the metro centre, I'll lamp you so fucking hard that your dungarees will unravel and your fucking mind will turn to bottle. D.I. Bruce grabs the phone. Um, P.C. Beardsley, uh Go and have some poachies to calm yourself down. I'm very sorry about that, Mr Sting. PC Beardsley's just suffering a bout of egg withdrawal. I'll tell you what, I'll send one of me squad to the curry house and fetch you a fresh madras and we can be all nice again. Is that OK? That is very satisfactory. And can you get me a sagalo with a Bombay duck, please? Very good and thank you for your attention in detail. Goodbye. Uh, Carol, I'm uh, sorry, Denise, can you go and get that for us? I don't want Mr Stink complaining to DC Ashley. But I thought we were going to have some sausages and parfrel in the stockroom. I know, sweetheart, but the reputation of the squad comes first. I, I suppose you're right, boss. I've got an exciting episode of Geordie Heat, Andrew. What do you think of that? I'd love to hear it. Okay, here we go. I hope you enjoy it, darling. All right. Geordie Heat. Crime on the Tyne. Hot Geordie Nights. Geordie Streets. Full of crime. Geordie Heat. Interior, Geordie Heat HQ. Daytime. The phone rings and it's answered by DS Denise Welsh. Hello, you're through to Geordie Heat, fighting crime on the Tyne, all nice and canny-like. How can I help you out today? 
Oh, man, not you again. Pardon, sir. Nothing. I was just saying me nuts are in pain. It's none of your business. No problem, sir. Now, can I take your name, please? It's me, Mr Sting, from the massive house of one uh, massive estate with the three massive garages. Oh, hello, Mr Sting. How can we help you today, pet? I need uh, to report a burglarisation at the massive house. Someone's been in and stolen all the balls off me snooker table. I haven't been out of the house, so they must have done it whilst I was busy eating me golden grims. <laughs> oh, dear. Is there someone there who can help you look for them? No. Trudy's out in a powerful sports car buying sandbags because there was a flood on the telly. And I don't know what to do on my own, like, so you need to send all your best coppers straight away and take some fingerprints, set up a police garden. If you don't mind, I might have to throw... If you don't, I might have to throw me massive gong out of the window on the gravel. <laughs> right, OK. Try and keep calm, Mr Sting. Have you looked for the balls? I can't because they've been stolen. One of them is made from gold, man. <coughs> OK, calm down. Are you near the snooker table now, Mr Sting? I am sitting on it, so I can't come and take that away as well. All right. How big is the table? Oh, I don't fucking know. Massive, I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right. Can you have a, a look in one of the holes for a while? What for? <laughs> I've never used them before. They've got, like, nets on them. I think they're for catching flies and table worms and that. Just do it nice and slowly. Give it a go. Don't rush it. OK. <clears throat> They're there! I can see them! Even the gold one! Ah, <laughs> oh, isn't that smashing? So why didn't you ring up and tell us they were there earlier on? I've been getting all head up when I could have been playing the bongos and Phil Collins gave us. You lot are useless. The baddies will be halfway out of the county by now. OK, Mr Sting. Now, I think it's best I leave you to get on now. Hold on, Mrs. So, what are you doing after work? Do you fancy run out in me supercar? It's got massive wheels and the engine makes sparks if I put it into super thrust. Oh, that does sound exciting. I fucking is. <laughs> okay. So, okay then, Mr Sting. Pick us up at Geordie Heat HQ about 5.30. Shall I bring my loot? No, that that's all right, Pat. Okay, see you later. And make sure you do come on your own. Cut to remote woodland clearing. Denise is sat on an old tree stump. String is playing his lute. Oh, I thought you said you wouldn't bring your lute. No, I never. You said don't bring it, but I said I wouldn't. Anyway, keep your traps shut, or I'll leave you here in the forest, what is full of werewolves and that sort of shit. There's me song. She was a strong new maiden with walnuts in her. She never had the hair. Cups, or got savaged by a bear. She wore a golden necklace and had apples in her sack. Her nose was bent and crooked. She had warts all down her back. Oh, please, Mr. Sting, stop it. I can't stand the sound of that fucking loot. It makes me spine curdle. I don't know how much more of it I can take. How dare you! You are getting right on my nerves. That's it. I'm going to abandon you to the werewolves and all the other sorts of shits. No, please don't leave me here with all these sorts of shits. What not about here? Please, Mr Sting. No, my man's made up. Perhaps you should call those useless bastards at Geordie Heat. Good luck with that, like. they never help me. I don't love you. Suddenly the sound of the Geordie Heat moped is heard revving into the clearing. It skids to a halt and off steps D.I. Steve Bruce. Watch out, boss. He's got a loot. <laughs> All right, Mr Sting. Don't do anything stupid. I want you to slowly, very slowly, put the loot down on the floor. And don't you dare strum it or you'll be for it. Oh, God, not you. How did you even find me? You're normally useless. Never mind that. Just put the loot on the ground and step away from it. 
Sting does as he's told and leans dejectedly against his supercar. Oh, thank God you came, boss. I don't think I could have taken much more. I'm just doing me job, pet. How did you find me, by the way? Ah, well, PC Shelby bought a load of tracking devices off the dark web, and I've had them installed into every officer's hat. When I saw that you were in the forest with the werewolves and that sort of shit, I knew something must be wrong. <laughs> they hear the sound of Mr Sting sobbing. Here, come on now, pet man. No harm done. You best just get off back home to the massive house. Why won't anybody listen to me loop music? It's very upsetting and all I'm trying to do is make people happy. I wish Judy never bought it for me. Here, come on, Mr Sting. You daft apeth, I'm in no rush. Why don't you play us a few tunes before we get off? Really? Do you mean it? You're not just kidding was on? No, we'd love to hear a few tunes. Come on, off you go. All right, here you go. <laughs> he was a noble copper with corgets in his hair. His slacks beneath his belly, he had a terrible load to bear. His lassie was so pretty, with a buckle on her boot. And at sunset in the forest, they listened to me on me lute. Close-up of Denise and Bruce's fingernails digging into the bark of the tree stump. <laughs> oh! Jody fucking hates... So that were a long eat. Sorry about that, Andy. Oh, that was all right. That was very long, but it was uh, very high-quality entertainment. Geordie Heats. Crime on the Tyne. Hot Geordie Nights. Geordie Streets. Full of crime. Geordie Heat. Interior Geordie Heat Incident Room. D.I. Bruce is talking to P.C. Welch at her desk. I hope you haven't forgotten about our little private training session this morning. Denise. E, of course not, Inspector. I can eat wait. I've got a sausage roll and a flask of Bovril all nice and warm in me hot bag. Ah, it sounds smashing, Denise. I bought a couple of almond magnums for afters. I can't wait. See you later. The phone rings and is answered by PC Denise Welsh. Hello, you're through to Geordie Heat, fighting crime on the time. How can I help, wa? Somebody or something has done graffiti on me barn where I keep me alpacas. Okay, slow down, pet. First of all, tell me your name and your address. What does that even matter for? I didn't do the graffiti. More likely it was an arsehole Banksy. If it, if it was, if it was, then you'll never catch him because he's strictly anonymous. You know, like Batman. Listen, I need your name and address so we can complete a crime sheet. But ignore her. It's Mr. Sting from the massive house with the massive drive and the massive garages. Oh, hello, Mr. String. So. When did this happen? Well, it wasn't there last night when I fed the alpacas. All right. Oh, yeah. What do you actually feed them? Coconut, mangoes, berry berry couscous, and Trudy's special mix. Oh, yeah. What's in the special mix? Corn cobs, back bacon, <laughs> and Whiffington beans. <laughs> anyway, what's I got to do with catching the graffiti bastard? But useless, you lot. <laughs> OK, less of the attitude, please, Mr Sting. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> now, can you describe the graffiti to me? Oh, it's like something a child would do if their child was insane, like, because its man was infected by the spirit of Bongo, a fucking clown. <laughs> it does sound a bit like that Banksy bloke, doesn't it? You need to send a squad car round pronto to take fingerprints and samples to send to a lab and I insist that I come along to the lab. I love laboratories, me, especially when they're in the countryside. All right, so can you tell me... Hold on, hold on. Trudy's just coming. What pin? What, the one on the door? That's one of yours. 
Well, yeah, I do like it. It's very thought-provoking. So, Geordie Heat Woman, uh, it's okay. It's one of Trudy's art projects. You don't need to send no officers. And can I just add, I'm very disappointed with the service I have received. No, I won't be responding to any feedback surveys. Goodbye. The phone hangs up and just then PC Carol Beardsley walks into the squad room and goes over to Denise. She puts her arm around her and exhales long and slow into her face. Carol Beardsley speaks. Have a lungful of that, you tarty fucking princess. That's an 18 egg scrambler that I've just chucked down my neck, and now I'm on my way for a frisking refresher session with D.I. Brooks in the interval room. He's going to be getting very fucking up close and personal with you. Oh, all right, I see. And if you've got a problem with that, I'll see you in the car park at the end of your shift. Pal drive you into the fucking tarmac and force feed you a rancid pork omelette that I've been fermenting in me fucking locker for the past six weeks. Problem? I know. I don't know what you mean, PC Beardsley. Just then, DCDI Steve Bruce enters the incident room. Are you ready for our training session, Denise? Carol. Yes, D.I. Bruce, I most certainly am. I was just explaining to D.S. Welsh about the need for ongoing personal development within the squad lake. (coughs) No, Carol, the training sessions with Denise. Oh, sadly, Denise has come over with a headache, haven't you, pet? Oh, aye, that's right, yeah. It's a right eggy thunder bastard. So, I've stepped in, if that's all right, fucking by you, boss. <laughs> she heads off with D.I. Bruce. Have you got any sausage rolls, Carol? Better than that. I've got a 12-pack of scotch eggs and a flask of hot eggnog. <laughs> oh, great. I can't wait. 